Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker Geist and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process in discussions between the authors, narrators, producers, and post-production teams that bring them all together, as well as guests who have listened to the audiobooks and have questions for the creative teams. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. We have with us Johnny Robinson, who is a part of our audiobook marketing program team, our concierge for AMP. And Johnny, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's really nice to talk to you. Yeah. So, what would be great is if you could maybe start off just telling our listeners a little bit about who you are, you know, what your background is and how you ended up in the world of audiobooks. Yeah, sure. So, uh, yes, uh, I'm Johnny. I've been working in uh, audiobooks for the past four, four and a half years now. So it all started, I've always been pretty interested in uh, creative media, uh, started off quite visual media based. So after college, I left college at 18, uh, you know, British college. So it's a little bit like an extension of high school. I guess, in the States version. So leave college at 18, studied TV and film, creative media. And I was really interested in uh, pursuing cinematography, actually. So uh, just after college, I jumped straight into working on some feature films in York and Hull before moving on to uh, working in the camera department for a short space on a program called Coronation Street, which uh, if there's any UK listeners that might be familiar with. So yeah, I worked with their camera department. And over this period, I was transitioning really interests actually from cinematography to more uh, production-based. I wanted to be a little bit more hands-on in the pre-production stage of creating content. So from there, I started working, that was in Manchester, so started working in Hull, which is across the other side of the UK, kind of, in the middle. My geography is not great. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, started working in, in Hull on a uh, culture program because we have, I don't know if it's a European thing, we have like a city of culture. So a random city, the joke is that they need the funding, uh, will be <laughs> picked, some say at random, and uh, they will get a load of funding to um, create art and local artists will get paid to do you know, their thing. So there was a culture show being created to cover all of these different aspects of art that was going on around the city. And um, I started off uh, as uh, doing uh, camera and, and a little bit of assistant producing and then ended up by the end of it sort of a little bit more hands-on with producing the TV packages, so the little short segments uh, to be included in the show. Ended up, uh, what else did I do? I ended up editing for the the show as well, and then finally ended up being on it as a presenter nice. right at the end, which is kind of cool. Did a little bit more camera work for uh, some football over here. That was quite a big deal. So that was kind of interesting. And then around this stage, uh, my sister, who is now an, uh, an audio engineer, but at the time she was very interested in uh, producing content with me. We started a small audio studio. It was actually, we started it, the room that we had it in was in the shopping center, <laughs> which of course you may gather a busy shopping center is not the ideal place to have a, right. <laughs> a sound booth. <laughs> But we made it. We made it work, and we we um were hiring all these actors in. 
you know, of work on these pieces. But we could, we didn't quite have the budget to keep this. It wasn't a sustainable business method. So one day we were like, oh, what should we do with this? We've got this great space. We've got all these ideas. We wanted to create this, create, you know, do something in audio. And then uh, an audition came along for an audiobook to narrate an audiobook. And I thought, oh, I'll give this a go for a bit of a joke. Got the job. And then has have actually been working, narrating audiobooks for, yeah, four and a half years since then. <laughs> um, so sort of never stopped. And um, yeah, my sister transitioned with me. She's now an audio engineer doing her thing. So yeah, it was uh, it was this opening to this brand new world that I'd never really thought of. I mean, I'd listened to a few audiobooks, maybe some biographies or something in the in the past, but I never gave a big think to, oh, this is a medium that could actually be uh, actually really enjoyable. And one of the biggest shocks to working in this industry of how I almost I, I I've got the the love bug, if you will, yeah, for for audiobooks. And yeah, I've I've really don't want to do anything else. Mm-hmm, that's great. Yeah. That's great. So here we are. That's awesome. <laughs> and you want to maybe also just give people an idea what you do as part of the audiobook marketing program yeah. for us at Pro Audio Voices. Yeah, sure. So of course, I work Pro Audio Voices with the audiobook marketing program. I am AMP concierge. I offer as a link between authors with the marketing experts uh, to guide and assist on their journey of marketing and really trying to get their audiobook to that next level. So one of the, you know, I mean, we all love the creative phases. We all love writing, you know, content. We love producing the audiobook, of course. It's incredibly fun. But one of the most overlooked aspects possibly is, of course, what you're going to do after it. It's the distribution phase. It's getting it to people. And of course, some may say that is just as important as the writing in the first place. And I definitely right. understand where these people are coming from when they say this. So yeah, so getting that getting the actual audiobook to the fans that are going to enjoy that and getting the author out there and heard is of course a huge part of it so as uh, you know a marketing program concierge it is that guide that assistance uh, to guide the author hand in hand through that process of making sure their audiobook is listened to by as many people and also the right people um, as possible to get that engagement up there yeah and we yeah. really really appreciate you on that team. <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you Since you're like, we'll say, in the trenches, you know, with the authors, (laughs) what kinds of problems or challenges, what kinds of struggles do you see the authors that are in the program, you know, wrestling with? Sure. Um, I think one of them, and if if you don't mind, I I think I know why as well, this may be an issue. Um, Of course, this won't be everybody, but I think this is the most consistent thing is I think writers have to craft their craft as it were they have to uh, you know when writing they have to be dedicated they have to you know they have to show up every single day and do that you know write get into that process get into that work so they create this muscle of you know of consistency when writing and sometimes that consistency is perfect as it is in the creative stages often is a little bit harder when transitioned over to the marketing of that book. So what I'm talking about is time management. You know, sometimes it's very difficult to dedicate that time every single day to to doing a little bit of marketing, posting on Facebook, or, you know, creating a TikTok video or what you know, whatever's a strong suit, you know, hopefully across the whole board. So the things that keep coming up is time management, is getting that consistent time there. It is consistency. 
Um, you know, and that this this happens with us all, especially creative people. I think we work in bursts. Right. <laughs> we will have a few, you know, good weeks, maybe a month if we're lucky, of some really great work, and this will transition over to marketing as well. And then something will, will happen. You know, you'll get the idea for the next book, or something will pop up, and then your your Facebook posts or your, you know your Twitter tweets will start becoming less and less consistent. So a part of what we see, especially during our monthly coaching calls, is it's not only that guidance and a chance uh, for authors to talk to, you know, real experts and professionals in that field and ask any question or get a, a new strategy or talk through their existing strategy, etc. It's also a little bit of a, a, a gentle push into remember, guys, this is really important. And this is, you know, it's uh, just as important to, uh, to make sure that people are listening to it. So yeah, that's, that's, that's the biggest one that, that that sort of comes around it's actually finding that time and you know having that passion sustained over a great amount of time right now i think mm. you're absolutely right in terms of that many authors feel like like they're happy to get through to work on the writing piece and then you yeah. get to marketing it's like uh yeah. i don't want <laughs> to yeah. do it or i don't know what to do or you know or it's yeah like, where do of i course. even begin yeah. So, and one of the pieces of the audiobook marketing program that we've talked about in one of our earlier episodes is about those, the weekly tasks, you know, yeah. that consistency that you're talking about, having something, you know, where you've, you've got it mapped out, you know, in in the program, we actually provide those steps as, okay, do this today, you know, so you don't even have yeah. to think about, oh, what am I going to do today? Got to do yeah. something, right? <laughs> well, I think one of the one of the things that we've found has been incredibly successful, um, and, it, and it sounds can sound a little simple, but you'd be surprised at how much it helps is that when we provide that template and outline and ideas towards creating that calendar of, you know, and storing up posts and storing up the ideas for it. So for instance, you might wake up, you know, a writer might wake up on a Monday and have great ideas. Oh, I can post about, you know, my behind the scenes selfie while I'm writing, or I can talk about character development or world building or whatever it may be. And they can have all these ideas, uh, do the first one, and then the week goes on, things pile up and they and they forget and are less consistent. But what we hope and what we, you know, we guide them to do is to store up those ideas and even get, you Know, schedule posts, get things ready to go, and and you know make sure that you're taking advantage of those ideas while they're hot, so that when things get a little bit hectic, you don't have to be thinking about it, and you know exactly what you're doing. Right. And yeah, working off your blueprint that we provide, all those sorts of things. You know, having everything that you already need, so you don't have to think about it when you know you're working on the next one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's really key because, I, you know, we as creative people, you know, we are, you know, we get inspired by something, you know, and now we're pulled in that direction. And and so the coming back to figuring out what I have to do mm -hmm. can be harder than the doing itself, right? Definitely. I mean, so. everything's a mental game at the end of the day. You know, right. I was going to say, especially with uh, creative folks, but I think it's just human beings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know, we're so, we, we are emotional beings at the end of the day. So of course, everything that we, we, we're going to do, everything we want to do, every you know duty and stuff is going to be guided by how we're feeling that day. So if we plan and make sure that we have stocked up for those days that we're maybe not as productive in that area as we'd like them to be, we're still consistent. We're still getting those things done. Right. 
Right. Yeah. It's like that consistency is almost like getting marketing to be kind of like brushing your teeth, you know, like you do it exactly. every day. You know? Yeah. And it, it doesn't have to be like this big chore that you have to decide, am I going to do marketing today? Well, yeah, you're gonna, of course. I think a that's little something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think, um, as you say, uh, it doesn't have to be this, uh, this big chore. And I think that's what I'm most proud of um, yeah. when when we talk, when we look into our, you know, when we create these blueprints and we work with these authors, is that we are creating a system where it takes that chore, you know, that chore feeling of, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. We do everything in steps. Everything is lined out and everything is, is that consistent it's made for consistency and it's made for longevity. Right. And I think that's super important because it can be so easy to be overwhelmed. You know, you see someone with a million followers and you have two and it's like, oh, I, I need to get there. <laughs> Whereas we know it, it's a process and right. sticking to that process and being able to talk to people um, and talk to the experts and talk to people who are on your side and yep. understand and they can help guide you and help keep you motivated, which I think right. is really underrated, actually. Yeah. I think so often there are a lot of leaders like in the business development world as well. You know, you talk about like, okay, you set your big goal, but then you're going to break it down. It's just, you know, yeah. you're not going to try and like go from zero to 90 without, sure. you know, the, the steps yeah, yeah, in between. Yeah. So if you just, if you break it down, then suddenly it's, it's very manageable. Yeah. I think, yeah, and I think that's that's it, isn't it? I, I mean, it, it's very easy as well when, you know, taking advice from, you know, the, the business uh, business gurus and such. It's very easy to have that end goal in sight, whereas, and, and, you know, that could either be incredibly motivating or for some people or for the others, terrifying. Right. Because it's so, <laughs> it's so far out, it's sometimes hard to even imagine. But that, you know, what we try and do is make that process the bit that's enjoyable because you're never right. going to stick to something if you know it has to be to you catered around you it is selling your product is getting your product out there right. and you know so that process that bit in the middle so right. you know you have you have creation and then you have everybody loving it in the world but that yeah. bit in the middle is the bit that that we craft and take care of. And that is, you know, we can make that more enjoyable. It's not about the end goal. It's about the journey. It's about the bit where you spend the time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, craft, uh, you know, making sure that everything's crafted exactly how, you know, it is to to that specific project, making it customized because everything's, every book's different, of course, every, you know, depending on, you know, genre or, you know, audience or, you know, whatever, it's all going to be different. So making sure that customized plan is there, that journey is, is, is nothing to, uh, to shy away from, you know? Yeah, I like what you're saying about it being enjoyable. Yeah. Because, you know, and this is where, like, in the creation of the blueprint, for example, we're saying, like, okay, well, which platforms do, you know, social media platforms yeah. do you like to spend time on? It's, you know. Absolutely. It's, yeah, I mean, and people, authors will have different things that they respond to. Some may be more picture based on Instagram, you know. So if you, if you were, you know, a budding photographer and, you know, can't stand those long wordy essay statuses and stuff, then maybe Instagram's where you're going to have to focus. Uh, we have a fantastic author in our program who has been storming it on TikTok recently and doing those TikTok videos and stuff and is yeah. absolutely killing it. It's doing a great job. And, you know, and she's managed to keep that consistent and see that growth thousands and thousands of people seeing her content because she's having fun with it she's enjoying right. it 
so that's that's the main thing. I mean, it's um, I think I stole this off of some some guru, but it's it's the idea of very easy. You know, when you have that end goal, it's very easy to say, oh, "I'll be happy when you get that." Instead of doing that, instead of "I'll be happy when I've achieved," it's it's happily achieving, which sounds yes. so kooky and cheesy, but I I really love it. <laughs> yeah, I do too. That's great. Happily achieving. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah, you can get the end goal that you want to. And, you know, we all got to work hard and we all got to uh, do that thing. And But let's do it smiling and yeah. um, have some fun along the way. Yeah. And I think the <laughs> part of what helps it be fun is having a team, is having that you know, a, a community, people that you can bounce ideas off, uh, get new ideas from, you know, just like even just listening to other people's questions, I have, yeah. uh, in my own experience, found to be incredibly valuable. So could you share a little bit about like the different members of the team that you're working yeah. with in AMP? And Yeah, and- sure. I mean, it, you're absolutely right as well on how valuable teamwork is. And I think especially for people who work solo, you know, writers and, and right. you know, narrators and things, is we spend so much time in solitude. So first of all, the community aspect for me is worth it enough. But of course, you have all the different assets and the values that the multitude of the team members can uh, can do. So for instance, starting off on a coaching call, for example, not only are you surrounded by like-minded people who can offer encouragement, advice, their own story, their own advice for what kind of content you can create. You know, you also, uh, you are introduced to marketing experts that bring their own plethora of wisdom across all the boards, as well as, you know, has been incredibly friendly uh, friendly and nice to work with as well, yeah, which is just yeah. a bonus, you know. And so you have all of these assets to pick from, all the, the, the different fruit from the many trees, you know, with the, the different, everything that comes from the different areas of marketing. And I think that having that community around there because everybody's going to excel at different things people you know different people are going to find different things more challenging and you will be able to say you have an issue and you don't know how to move forward maybe it's a type of content that you're not jiving with maybe uh, you're not seeing the type of results that you want and you want to know what type of content will get you that result that's a big one you know you know we all know that a type of content will attract a type of response so if you're not getting the response that you want you might have to shake up what content you're putting out there and all the different strategies and and wonderful uh, pieces of advice that I've learned just from sitting in these calls. You know, you get to actually talk to someone, which is a delight in this day and age. Right. (laughs) You actually get to express your customized, personalized problems and, you know, and, and things and actually receive that response. You, of course, have me to put up with, who will be your, uh, <laughs> who will, uh, as That's a, a gift off, in itself, <laughs> <laughs> who will offer, uh, as of course, as a link between all these different areas and offer my advice, if you may so wish. And, and of course, yourself and Emily and all the other great people behind it who who are just a, an absolute pleasure to to be a part of and, and share so much experience and offer so much guidance uh, guidance and wisdom from there so yeah I'd, I'd say that community the actual community aspect of the audiobook marketing program is definitely my favorite aspect of it uh, but I, I think it was it's the reason why people love it so much I think and I guess you know for because I do want the you know all of these podcasts to be really helpful whether people are you know clients of ours or not yeah. you know but so if you are not looking at 
our program, for example, finding a way to build that kind of community, bringing in, you know, maybe teaming up with other authors or, you know, finding a, some marketing experts that uh, that you feel you, you know, that would be willing to work with you in some context. We've really put together the program in a way to create this experience in a really full way and and with all the other components. But just to address that question for anybody that's like, well, okay, but I'm not in that program. So, <laughs> so when I, you know, I was like, yeah, I mean, well, you know, of course, in this program, you, you get that as, as, a, as a part of it, but I don't see, you know, I mean, you could absolutely uh, create a community of your own or join, you know, see likewise and stuff. And I think, you know, the, speaking from, you know, from knowing writers and communicating with writers, uh, the ones that I've spoken to are the majority of them, the happy ones. Yeah. I uh, always see, uh, all, all always talk about how great being a part of you know uh, communities on either online or their local uh, writing clubs and such always makes me laugh i think I, I spoke to you about this before but it always makes me laugh when um when i think about writing clubs because i think of little little groups where people get together and i was speaking to Kara hunter the best-selling uh, novelist from the uk and her writing group and every single one of them's got a netflix adaptation <laughs> <And> it's, <laughs> it's just uh, it really did uh, change change the idea of a writer's club for yeah me. yeah but yeah, so it's community just as a as a human sense is, of course, so important, especially if you're working in solitude for the majority of the time. So right. probably, you know, how how to do that? I don't know. It depends. Topically, it depends on the COVID situation over here. We're barred from entering the outside world. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in, in places a little bit more communal, that's a, that's obviously an option. And of course, online, you'll you'll meet, for better or for worse, a great amount of people yeah. that may be able to help you in that brainstorming section, you know, or maybe just, we spoke earlier about the, um, it sounds kind of cheesy, but that inspiration from another person it is huge. You know, yeah. when you're feeling great and everything, that's one thing, but I don't know for anybody else, but for me, it's much more common where I'm having to remind myself why I set out <laughs> to any of the tasks uh, that I set out to. So that inspiration sense from a communal aspect is a great one. Yeah. And I'll just mention here, uh, for those who don't yet know about Bay Area Independent Publishers Association, that's B-A-I-P-A dot org. That's an organization I'm president of. And since COVID turned us all to virtual only, that is, has opened its, you know, we're, we're open to anyone in the world. You don't have to be from the Bay Area. So another potential community resource. Let's pause for a moment. We'll be right back. Looking for a way to get some direction and help with building your author platform and marketing your books and audiobooks? Pro Audio Voices created the audiobook marketing program to help authors like yourself get the support they need at an affordable rate. We work with you to bring your goals together with our marketing expertise to create a customized blueprint, the tools and materials to build your platform step-by-step instructions, and the team to help you all along the way. For more information, visit ProAudioVoices.com and click on Audiobook Marketing Program. Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. I want to move deeper into this community question, specifically around the audiobook club that you have been developing. 
And I'm super excited about that. And so already what you've done so far with it, but also like where you're going with it. So let me um, invite you to talk more about that. Uh, sure, sure. So, uh, yeah, so the Audiobook Club, again, sorry, cheesy alert. It's a little bit of a dream of mine. Uh, I've been wanting to do it for absolutely ages. Um, basically, is the idea is, is to create a community, you know, hosted by a series of, you know, weekly videos and live streams and open communications in uh, lots of different formats, talking about audiobooks and recommending audiobooks and talking about narrators and and the thing you know writing and all the all that creative stuff uh, that we all love so much and creating that community to have these open discussions one because i think is that's really important as mentioned before especially at this time in humanity and second of all uh, because i really like audiobooks yeah <laughs> so so yeah so how, what we've been doing so far i've been making some the start of a month let's say i'll make a, a recommendation of an audiobook. So at the time of recording, this will be last month for when this goes out, I believe. But at the time of the recording, uh, the recommendation is Alain de Baton's uh, The Course of Love, which is a beautiful little hybrid between a, a novel, it's a romance novel, but also a philosophy, a philosophical non-fiction wisdom guru text. He would hate the word guru, but I'm going to use it anyway. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just amazing. Anyway, so that's the recommendation at the start of the month. Then there's a few little videos. Uh, so there'll be uh, two or three videos uh, during the month. So for instance, I've got some of my top picks uh, for spring, my audiobook picks for spring. I've got some uh, stuff to talk about, about narrators and also some stuff to talk about the writing. And then at the end of the month, we will gather on a live stream. At the moment, these have been through Facebook, but I'm looking into doing ones more on Zoom where they can be a little bit more communal and get people on there. And we discuss that audiobook. It's really hammering home that audiobook club premise. So it is a very, you know, a book club in that traditional sense, but catered more for audiobooks, at least at this point in time. So yeah, and it's a, it's a, a work in progress. It's, um, you know, of course, and I'm happy with this, it will get better as it goes on, you know, and uh, it'll improve and expand and grow uh, just as everything should. But it's been a blast to work on so far. It's been really nice. If anything, it just give me a, give me an excuse to talk about audiobooks and drone on for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's it's been such a blast and um, just hoping people can find new recommendations. And of course, hoping people can recommend stuff to me that I haven't heard. You know, some of my most all-time favorite listens have come from books that I would have never picked up in a million years. Yeah. But because I trusted the person or they said, oh, it's funny. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then I've they've gone to be, you know, some of my favorites. Yeah of all time. So, uh, so yeah, so that's pretty much the rundown of it. And the goal is to get people to just enjoy themselves and enjoy their... The thing, I mean, there was... Sorry, I, I, I don't mean to be droning on. Uh, something I've been um, really wanting to sort of include in the audiobook club is this we do look at things like, so for instance, take the course of love this month's, at the time of recording this month's uh, recommendation. There is, uh, you know, that uh, philosophical, not self-help, but almost sort of thing. And that's great and everything. And I want to, you know, you listen to what you listen to. That's the whole point and stuff. But I, I don't want it to be always about like self-improvement or, or you should change or that sort of thing. I want people to just be happy. We get enough of that 
in everywhere else. You know, we all know we should run more or, you know, do whatever, eat more right. kale. Um, we, <laughs> so much stuff that we all know. And I just want people just to enjoy and find just such a different genre. So, you know, we had a thriller last month. You know, we have a, a, a romance hybrid this month. We'll have something completely different next month. And it just gives that, I, this gives that break and just somewhere for people to really be themselves and come together as literature fans, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I've uh, just in listening to the the first episodes, I've gotten to listen to audiobooks that I didn't know I would really enjoy, but I followed your <laughs> recommendations and I was like, oh, yeah, I love this. You know? <laughs> so it's really it's been great. I will probably ask you this again before we finish today, but would you let people know how to find the Audiobook Club? Yeah, absolutely. So the best way is on Facebook, which is Audiobook Club. And then you can get us on, uh, you can get us also on Facebook through the Pro Audio Voices Facebook page as well. You can find us through there. You should be liking that anyway, because there's loads of great content going through there. You can find us on Instagram, which I believe is Audio Club Online. And you can find us on YouTube, uh, currently under the uh, Audiobook Authors YouTube channel as well. So if you are totally unsure of where to get us, head over to the Pro Audio Voices Facebook page. Give that page a like if you haven't already, and you will see it. You will yeah. see it on that newsfeed being shared, especially as the recommendation comes out or a, or a link to the live stream, et cetera, like the biggies. You'll definitely see it there. Yeah, great. And I know that I think it's really exciting, you know, as we first started looking at how could we, at Pro Audio Voices, how could we really support uh, one of our core values even more fully, and that core value being community. Yeah. And, you know, having an audiobook club came up as one way to do that. And then it was shortly after that, or right around that same time that you came on board as the AMP concierge and I, I think I like mentioned it and you're like, oh, yeah, I always wanted to do this. And I'm like, that sounds perfect. <laughs> and it's just it's been so exciting to see it, you develop it and, and grow it into this community yeah. experience. And I just want to kind of highlight those the interactive events, because I think that that creates even more of that sense of community when we show up together. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. And, you know, what's a community good for if we don't talk to each other? You know, right. so yeah, and, and that's that's the whole point. That's that's why they're live and that's why that's why they're there to have that thing. And not just to, I mean, yes, it's to create that community. It's for me as well. You know, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the important one. No, the, I, you know, it's for, it's for, uh, it's for, it's for me, that's the, the pleasure of it is talking to people, you know, like-minded people who, uh, you know, don't have to agree you know, that's the great thing about yeah. uh, literature. That's yeah. the great thing about art, full stop, is that we can all have these different perspectives and maybe we can convince, you know, kindly convince others that, you know, something should be listened to. And if not, it doesn't matter anyway, as long as we're all having right. fun and we're all being nice to each other. Right. So, yeah, and and uh, so that's 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 the, the the whole gist of the lives, really, is to get get people there, get people chatting. And I think, you know, it's, it's, it's therapy. It's... Uh, it's right. It can yeah. be a, a really nice place, you know, a place where you will not be judged for your audiobook tastes or whatever. Uh, you're, you know, you are. It's a, it's a friendly, open door to just chat about the things that you did or did not like about whatever, you know, book right. that uh, that right. may be. Yeah, and absolutely, the 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 thing that you had said about 
we don't always need to be listening to self-improvement kinds of, you know, we need entertainment. Yeah. We need those opportunities to get lost in another world, you know, and just... And we need it all. I mean, and not to put down self-help or self-improvement, you know, people are looking for that as well. But, you know, we need we need the full mix. Yeah, exactly. Right? And yeah, you're right. It's, it's not putting it down at all. I, I listen to a lot of self-help audiobooks and stuff and I'm, I'm yeah. worn for it. I'm on my yoga mat every morning trying to, trying to you know, do everything. But the, uh, <laughs> trying to look better for summer or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love all that. But it's just, I think you can get too lost in it occasionally, especially if you sort of overthinking it and I think that it's so easy to overthink it when you're constantly consumed by whether it's people or magazines or whatever ultimately people telling you that that you could be better and sometimes it's a little bit nicer to say well today I'm me and I'm going to spend a bit of time uh, doing it you know so that's that's kind of the, the the main gist is 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 it's not that you shouldn't yeah. be better. Of course, you do what you want, but the as long as it's you know you're not hurting anybody else, you knock yourself out. But the but yeah, that thing of you are you might just be okay, and that you know yeah. are, you know yeah. are we yeah. break you know are we getting an Olympic gold medal today? No, but we're being us and we're trying our best, and that is that is yeah. that is good enough. So yeah, that's one thing. And yeah. as, as you said, stories and, and being lost in it and and lost in stories is the most magical joy and it's just a gift to for someone to tell you a story it doesn't have to be fantasy it doesn't have to be boring you know it doesn't have to be right. a certain right. thing it can be whatever you know you can get lost in a great non-fiction you can get you know obviously you have all the classics you know the the, the main ones you have the romances the fantasies the you know whatever you yeah. just to be lost in some you know in, in a story it can be amazingly a healthy release. I mean, we all have to, this might be a little bit sort of off kilter, but we all have to distract ourselves by doing something. You know, some people turn to very negative things that take us out of our brains, uh, narcotics or whatever. And I find that it's a lot healthier for me to get out of my brain as I have to do on a regular basis to avoid going insane. It's, it's really helpful to pop my, pick myself up and pop it in a story that you can enjoy, mm -hmm. you can learn from, of course, but there's no pressure. You just, you just right. get lost in a new world of whatever genre that may be. And it is a really healthy way of taking some time out of yourself, you know? Right. Yes. I, I, I've, you know, one of the things that I feel is sort of getting to my own philosophy about why I think audiobooks are so important and, and beyond audiobooks, but like the whole storytelling experience is that being able to like step into someone else's world. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, whether it's fiction or nonfiction is, is irrelevant in this context, but like stepping into someone else's world, we learn more about the people around us, yeah. right? Because we're, you know, we're not in our own shoes in that moment, right? So it, it I feel like it opens those doors. It, it just, it opens us up inside, you know, yeah. in our heart and our, on our minds. And, and we get to, to experience other things. And I think especially now, and, and maybe this is, one of the reasons why audiobooks are like incredibly, you know, have just been yeah. growing so fast, yeah, yeah. especially now during this pandemic, is that being able to get outside of our own lives for a little while, 
man, it's so important. It's, it's you know? huge. <laughs> it's it's, yeah, absolutely. Um, and that, yeah, and walking in somebody else's shoes just for a little bit. And um, and it's nice as well, because if if it's a particularly you know, a dramatic or horrifying, you can always take a break, which, which right. is great. <laughs> you know, there's that, there's that joke, which I think is so true, is that the problem with holidays is that you come along with yourself. You know, so it's the idea of, you know, we want a, we want a break and we want to go and sit in the sun or whatever, but then ultimately we, we, we go because it's us going and then you're stuck in the same head and you realize that, you know, so that's that idea of being able to, yeah, just spend some time with somebody else. And I think this story, I think just people's, I think nonfiction stories can make the, the best to get lost in. I don't know, maybe just a personal one, but if it's, if it's true as well, and some, some true stories, of course, can be just the weirdest stuff that you've never even imagined, you know, or like things, I don't know if, if you've read or listened to much like Alan Bennett, for example, he's just a, he's, he's a master of making normal people super, super interesting. And then also, of course, picking up the fact that nobody's normal. Everybody has some weird, everybody has like a weird quirk. And, you know, some of his stuff, like, you know, his, his nonfictions, like um, uh, writing home, I've got it over there. Yeah, it, it, that just stuff like that's just a, a, just whisks me away. Yeah, there's some, there's some crazy stuff. I, lo- I love things like that. And, and, a good non-fiction of somebody telling you crazy stories from their youth, from a place that you didn't, you don't live, or a place that you know, a country that you've never been, and um, learning more about how people live and how people think. And it's so interesting because obviously you have the differences, and then you'll find out. Oh no, I'd have thought that as well. You know, somebody right, who's you right. know in a tribe on the other end of the world who hasn't you know seen a mobile phone, who hasn't seen all the stuff that we've got in my hand and stuff thinks the exact same that I do. And that's that right. makes you feel right. happy in a weird right. way. Right. And I think it's very healing. Oh, hugely, so hugely. Good. Okay. Uh, how about remind everybody one more time how to find the audiobook club. Yeah, so so it has its own separate channels. For instance, on Instagram, uh, Instagram, sorry, it is uh, Audio Club Online. On Facebook, the Audiobook Club, possibly online. The best way to get us on Facebook is if you go to Pro Audio Voices on Facebook, you go like that page, you will see it there in the opening sectors, especially during the uh, start and ends of the months where our biggies. So on YouTube as well is on the Audiobook author's YouTube channel. Again, will be publicized through that Pro Audio Voices Facebook page. So that is really your central hub to get everything. Great. Thank you so much. And so I guess we'll wrap it up for today. Johnny Robinson, thank you so much for being with us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, Behind the Scenes with the Creative Teams please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.